Greetings, dear friends, and welcome to our today's live conversation about the Creative Society project on Alatra TV UK channel. Nowadays, the Creative Society project is becoming more and more popular because the time of change has come. The time to change the format of our society from a consumer-oriented one to the creative one, and to change it purely by peaceful means and in the shortest time possible. We're going to discuss today how we see the society of such a new creative format where human beings are at the center of the society, where they're a fundamental unit of the society and where every person can live happily and feel safe. My name is Anne and today we will be hosting this live conversation together with Oleksii and he will now tell you a little bit more about the project of the Creative Society and introduce our today's guest. Thank you and hello dear friends and currently the Creative Society project is at the informational stage where participants of the project and everyone who cares about our future are doing their best to spread information about the Creative Society to every person in the world. And such live conversations are one of the ways to make everyone aware of a real opportunity, a real chance to make this world a better place for living. And it is my absolute pleasure to introduce our esteemed guest in today's program, Marta Barandi, who has very interesting background, as apart from being a highly skilled professional in research, event coordination and communication in the field of international law and politics, Mata also is a co-founder of Kids Clubs, founder of international non-profit organization, poetess, author, and lecturer. Welcome to Alatra TV, dear Mata. Thank and you. thank you for accepting our invitation. Thank you. Mata, we know that you are interested in so many areas and you are active in so many areas. Could you please share with us what's your personal inspiration? What drives you in what you are doing? Um, indeed, um, I sometimes do so many different things that uh, I even forget what exactly I do. <laughs> um, the most deepest thing, the deepest thing that drives me is a sense of justice, mm -hmm. is the sense of humanness, to be, to be human. And uh, um, of course, everything what I learned in life and everything what I experience uh, in life, I want to transform into beautiful experience for other people. Um, I have a specialization in so many different uh, uh, fields that in the, I am sometimes even scared of, of that. I, so many ideas come, come to my mind and I directly want to realize those ideas, to uh, execute them and then I am also scared of that because uh, I realize that I can't execute everything because in one day I might have five or seven ideas and say, oh no, I don't have so many, so many people to do that. I don't have that much time to do that. Um, so I have to stop. I have to stop sometimes and think what's uh, the most important um, and, and do that. And you could see that probably on all my platforms uh, that I have that they are so different um, and every platform has already um, supporters and supporters and the, the teams. Thank you. Thank you very much, Marta. And now we, uh, we're going to ask a technical support to show us uh, a short video, actually your poetry. Uh, mm -hmm. We liked it so much. And we would uh, also um, like to let us viewers to, to see this and to listen to it. All parties defending positions in clash between worldview systems. When the new social contract conditions are turning outsiders to victims. When fear does not meet expectation to undo the human existence, you come to reveal that mankind is not collateral damage resistant. When a change in the established order shapes new social contract standards, we get to know what for a human is normal when ignoring or preaching the answers. Are we in a state of war with each other? Are humans empathic creatures? Was it Hobbes, who was right with Leviathan, or was it Locke, with his own state of nature? 
are philosophers our salvation. To whom do we turn for the future? When drafting the values of nations, let history be our teacher. In the new interpersonal order, between Hegel's slave and a master, Beware of prediction by Orwell. Beware of prediction by Snyder. In the digital age, we endow our privacy's total transparency. You have nothing to hide from my eyes now. I have nothing to show for your clearance. You defend the status quo of affairs. Are conspiracies just a mirage? What do companies do with cartels? What do spies do with espionage? No matter what side you are taking, your position shall make you complicit. Not knowingly you are shaping the result you did not solicit. Government must be a defender of people's common advances. Humans, do not surrender your liberty's terminal chances. Thank you, Matza, wow. you know, very wonderful and deep poetry. But this is uh, some kind of a, a cry, I believe, and uh, I feel so much pain in it. And uh, my question is what, maybe not inspired, because it's inspired, it's a wrong word for this, but what made you to create this, this poetry, this video? Well, um, since the very beginning of the containment measures of the of the pandemics, um, I could see how people are divided. So the pandemic divided people in in their uh, positions and in their view of how the how the pandemic has to be contained and uh, the approach of the government should be. There are people who accuse each other. Uh, of not um, ha not, not uh, sticking to the measures. There are people who accuse uh, others uh, for um, sticking to the me measures, like they're listening to the government mm -hmm. um, and so on. So it's uh, for me, it's a conflict. It's conflict between people that is being uh, created or it's being imposed from above by, while well, not even realizing it, government by, um, imposing the measures that sometimes are uh, not well uh, thought um, are creating this uh, implied conflicts. They don't know how long it will last. They they just you know the the those people who are in power have to be examples. They have to lead by example. We are looking at them, and when they themselves are not taking responsibility when they, they themselves are uh, giving us controversial um, statements one day one statement other day another statement they cannot expect that there will be peace in societies uh, because some people listen to them or listen to that what they said one day other people listen to that what they said the other day and then it's like so much uh, collision in, uh, in in what we experience so that uh, this all i experienced during uh, the past 10 months and uh, the most painful probably was the, the painful time started as from october when i started realizing how many collateral how many collateral damage victims there were of the containment measures, not of COVID, but of containment measures. Um, like people who, um, you, you could see in my video, a girl with the red hair. Mm -hmm. uh, this is the girl, uh, 24 years old, Belgian, um, who took credit or she had savings, 25,000 euro, and she invested all that money in her hairdressing uh, salon mm -hmm. and uh, um, I am not sure when she opened it whether she opened it in August 2019 or August 2020 in any case when uh, the salon was closed down the government did not give her any um, um, 
any money to survive. So whatever she invested, she closed it and she had no, no means for survival. She was not eligible to get any uh, financial support. And she talked about it in the interview, the Belgian media took interview and she said that I opened this, uh, um, this hairdressing uh, salon and now I have to close it without any means of survival. And after one week or two weeks, uh, the girl killed herself. So she committed suicide. And uh, this was a very outrageous uh, um, story here in Belgium. And everyone heard about it and heard about it because the, the week before she gave the interview and she was, everyone saw her. Um, and then um, I read many different articles, uh, um, the news from different countries, from France, from Holland, from Germany, from Austria. And I realized how many people go through this uh, experience of bankruptcies, of, uh, um, of psychological damage, um, how many children uh, are now victims of uh, um, of not being socially uh, close with their friends and they suffer, they have depression, they don't understand what, what's happening. The children, those who are not actually suffering from COVID-19, but they are suffering from the measures. Um, so I'm trying to understand where is the balance. In this poem, also you could see that I am looking for the balance. I, it's not that I'm telling what's the, what the answer is. Um, I'm just looking at what philosophers said many, many years ago, like where is uh, uh, freedom, where is life, security versus freedom. This is the uh, eternal dilemma. Mm -hmm. um, like you could see, I mentioned Locke, I mentioned hopes. Hopes is a, a war of all uh, against all, or Locke who said that freedom of a person is the most important, um, uh, think and today our liberal societies are based on locks, uh, freedoms, locks, notion of freedom. Um, I mentioned there the Orwell's uh, um, Orwell's um, novels, and I mentioned Timothy Snyder, who was also telling us that freedom is important, and he is telling us today that freedom is important too. So I'm trying to understand where is this balance between freedom and security, and what is more more important for me. Uh, I, re I I know for me it's a, it's a liberty, it's freedom, but everyone of course has to find uh, for himself. So this poem is rather to uh, to let people think what is. What, what the higher value for them is freedom or security. And uh, um, if it is security, just they have to pay attention because those who can trade freedom to security will not have freedom nor security. Um, that's Benjamin Franklin. And that's, uh, I think that he, he was like, he hit, uh, it, it was, um, well, it's classic, we you know that. Mm -hmm. Doesn't need any further explanation, I think. Yeah, thank you, thank you. so much, Matalia. Unfortunately, we hear so many horrible, uh, horrible stories nowadays, and this is our reality. Uh, and of course, we do not feel ourselves protected. We do not feel ourselves safe. And this is, um, in our view, a dead end for our society. So we definitely should change something. We definitely should build something new, something um, really worse, worse, you know, for and um, good for everyone. So let's let's try to do this together. <laughs> Absolutely, and it is so important that people are voicing this now because for so many years, I can even say centuries, people are used to discussing this things that troubling them somewhere in the kitchen you know just somewhere among themselves and then when they go somewhere they they're silent about everything and they just pretend we all pretend in a way that everything is fine that's why it's so great yet to see also you voicing the stuff that you know something is wrong with the society now that we need to change something we need to start thinking about it yeah as Alexi said it is a dead end you know we cannot just pretend anymore that this is not happening and that this is okay 
And yeah, in a way, this pandemic brought brought up everything that was sort of hidden, that was it was we were able to pretend for some time that it was okay and nothing was happening. But yeah, the pandemic brought it all up to the surface. And in a way, it is good because all people started talking about it. People saw the scale of everything that is not okay with our society. And I think it all motivates us to start changing it and to start doing something about it. Not even just talking, but also doing something about it. And the Creative Society Project is exactly is exactly that. People coming together and started to think, okay, what can we change? What can we change together to together build a world that we all deserve to live in, you know, that will make every person happy. Not some people, not some countries, not some nationalities, no, everyone. And what we can do together as one united front, so to say. And we would like to tell our viewers a little bit more about this project. And now I'd like to ask our technical support to show us a short video about the history of this project of Creative Society. This Creative Society project was born by the initiative of the people themselves. After we carried out many social surveys, interviews, conferences, and well, we talked to many people really all over the world. These eight foundations of the Creative Society is the result of the desire, the demand of the people themselves, because they talk about it. They tell us how they want to live, where, what world, in what kind of society they want to live, what values are the most important for them. And after analyzing everything, we understand that yes, there are these eight foundations that now we can share with everybody. It is a complex of values of each person in this world. As you can see, these eight foundations, they came from people themselves, and they're pretty much the summary of everything we want, just summarize in a very sh short uh, way. And my question would be the next one, uh, Marta, what do you think about creative society? What do you think it should be like? How do you envision it? How do you envision this perfect, this wonderful world where you would love to live and where you wish your family and loved ones would live? Um, I was long thinking about it. I st I'm still thinking about it. It's a, it's a question that cannot be answered by one person in debt. And uh, that's wonderful. Thank you are doing, asking thousands and millions of people um, around the world because together we are power and together it's a brainstorm and in brainstorm um, we can figure things that one can never, one genius can never do. Um, in my opinion, it all starts with the responsibility, with individual responsibility. So the creative society should first of all focus on individual responsibility of every citizen. Mm -hmm. We have to be individually united. Um, we have to understand the responsibility of our actions, whatever we do or we do not do. Um, but it also all starts with the children. You know, mm -hmm. uh, how the, the, the way we educate our children um, shows us how our life will be in, in 20, 30 or 50 years. Uh, so how I see the, the education of children, first of all, they have to be taught uh, ethics mm -hmm. and ethics of communication between each other. Um, it's very important. They have to understand that in this world, they depend on parents only till certain time. And then the rest of their life, they depend on the society and they depend on each other. They have to understand that from the first day they go to the crash, to the kindergarten, to the school, that they depend on each other. This group of these people who are around, they have to treat each other already from that time very well because this, they, they will grow up together, they will go to different parts of the world and they will know already these people, they, they, this is their group of support forever. Mm -hmm. 
whomever we meet in our life, this is our group of support and we are their group of support and we have to treat each other well. Um, we have to learn from the very, very beginning, from the childhood, how to resolve the conflicts because conflict exists. We are human beings, we are not perfect. Of course, there will be conflict of interest all the time. So we have to teach the children, we have to learn ourselves and teach our children how to resolve the conflicts in peaceful manner, how to find compromises, where to find compromise, compromises and where to insist that you are right, where to show the other side, the other party, the responsibility, the part of responsibility. Um, so this um, Children education is very important. The other part of children education is of course, a focus on psychology and showing mm -hmm. how human nature um, is, uh, works, how, how we react, uh, how we react naturally and what we can change about it. So social mm -hmm. psychology, psychology is all part of, um, of one thing. Uh, then of course, uh, um, mathematics I think is very important because mathematics, um, helps us react uh, in a proper way and have a quick reaction uh, to different uh, um, situation. And it's also our logic. Mathematics is logic. Mm -hmm. I think it's very important to, to learn that. And then of course, after uh, like, um, after fifth class, sixth class, the children can choose some specialization or can learn biology and uh, physics and other things. But I think the basics are psychology, mathematics and, uh, conflict resolution communication mm -hmm. uh, history is also very important history because the ones who doesn't know the history is doomed to repeat it um, this is for children then uh, how do does the creative so society uh, function in my ideal uh, world mm -hmm. Um, it's the control of the civil society, of the activists, over the governments. I do not imagine that the governments will ever disappear because there should be someone who administer us, who, 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 who takes um, responsibility for administration. But I believe that this is the duty of every citizen, of every responsible citizen to control the government and never to praise it. Never. Mm -hmm. The government is never right. We have to remember that. We have to pay attention. Um, they do many right things, but we don't say that. We, we keep on pointing on what, on what they do wrong. Because uh, again, Orwell and all the philosophers, the Leviathan, um, we, we know they, they uh, told us to pay attention that the government, or those who are in power, likes to get more power. And they push the borders of possible, of, they take our freedoms for their power. Uh, so they trade us security for our liberties. Mm -hmm. uh, so we have to pay attention there. And uh, I think that society, us, we have to be um, controlling the government in a more proper way. way. There has to be mechanisms. Because now I don't see the mechanisms. I see like, yeah, there are NGOs, there, are, there is media, which is normally has to be a fourth power, but it's not because it's, it's often bought by, 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 the, by those in, uh, in power, uh, in executive power mainly or legislative power. So the, uh, the media is not our uh, salvation, it's ourselves. <laughs> there have to be mechanisms uh, to control the governments. Then we know that there is international law Right, um, but we know that this international law is not um, has no mechanisms of control as well, which mm -hmm. means that uh, whomever uh, breaches international law has actually um, often no responsibility. Or if the state is weak, state, mm -hmm. um, it's the state is forced to to take responsibility. If the state is a strong state like the U.S. or uh, Russia or China, it's often uh, not possible to um, to make them responsible for their uh, actions that breach international law. So here, I believe that civil society should also take uh, an action and uh, create some sort of mechanisms of control and be a part of this global governance. Mm -hmm. So the global governments should not come from above. It should come from, from uh, bottom up. 
um, we have to be a global governance, not mm -hmm. someone, not presidents, not executives, uh, executive power. <clears throat> and uh, I think here is a lot of place for, uh, for discussion on how it can be done. Um, <clears throat> so this is uh, about the civil society taking control. And of course, um, we can see the power of uh, uh, big companies of big industries. Sometimes big industry has much, not sometimes, actually in most of the cases, big industries, uh, big corporations have uh, um, more power that, than any society. So they can decide whom they bring to power, they pay for the candidates. Mm -hmm. and so we, we all play the game of elections. We, the, those parties play the game of uh, ideologies. We sort of go to elections, we sort of vote, but when they come to power, those politicians, they come to power, they serve the um, transnational corporations, they serve the companies and big industries and not those who brought them to power. Um, I mean, who voted for them because it's actually big corporations mm -hmm. and paying for, for a politician, for, for their campaign they are bringing them to power and then they have to pay back. Uh, so I think this has to change as well. Um, the civil society, society has to take uh, control there as well. So who pays uh, for politicians? So maybe we change the whole concept of the, of the politics and um, of those who govern. And I think it's, we are on the way, the pandemic, uh, what it did, it, uh, eliminated our social contract, the so so social contract that existed between the people and the government is now in the phase of elimination um, because the, the governments all around the world have breached the law um, in order to um, ensure our security. So they are watching how much people can give up. So we are giving up something in some, some freedoms, some rights um, for our security. So the governments are now like trading off and they see what we are accepting, where we are quiet. If we are accepting something and we keep quiet on what they take from us, they are going to put it in the law. We remember that they are going to put it in the law. They are not going to give us back. Mm -hmm. So this is a new social contract. When we keep quiet, this is implied social contract between us and the government. We say, it's okay, you can take this. So we, it is very important to voice when something is getting, when something is going wrong, to voice it, to protest it, protest it uh, not uh, uh, by uh, violent manifestation, not at all, but peacefully going to the courts, uh, writing petitions, um, organizing flash mobs. Like there are many, many thousands of means how we can show our protest, but show, we have to show that we are not going to give you um, our rights and our freedoms. This is what you are taking now as temporary and sh it should stay temporary. And after it finishes, we are going to take from government even more our rights and freedoms. Mm -hmm. But the government has to be responsible for every action that it does. Um, yeah, I think it's... Uh, this is how it should be. I'm very worried about our social contract now. And it's very good that you are doing this and doing this right now, the interviews and the Creative Society foundations and, uh, um, uh, and raising awareness because this is our time now. If, if civil society, if, if citizens do not claim their rights and freedoms right now, the social contract will be written by those in power Mm -hmm. And we lost it for generations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much. I totally agree on what you told about uh, the education, what you talked about the international law and about the uh, government. And uh, I, would, uh, I would like to read aloud uh, the AIDS Foundation for Building the Creative Society, which, uh, which is self-governing society. So this, please, technical support, could you please show the AIDS Foundation uh, once more for our viewers? And I will just read it aloud for those who are not able to read from the screen. So self-governing society. The concept of power in the creative society is absent. 
think the responsibility for society as a whole is development, living conditions and harmonious format lies with each human. Everyone has the right to participate in the management of the affairs of the creative society and in the adoption of laws that improve human life. The solution of socially important, socially significant and economic issues that affect the quality of a human's life is submitted for public discussion and voting referendum. So this is the way a lot of people on a globe envision the way it should be, the way everything should happen. Um, for those who support this, please visit Latvian United.com website and read other foundations. They will give a broader view of what people want in their life. Thank you. Yeah, um, I would also like to ask you the next question is um, on a kind of a little bit of a sensitive topic, but I feel that, that also it needs to be voiced. Uh, just to remind our viewers that Marta, you have established the networks, uh, you Ukraine Women in Politics, also launched the journal, <clears throat> excuse me, Brussels Ukraina Review, and founded the mobile application Leads Ukraine. And being a woman yourself and working in so many different organizations all over the world, what can you say about the gender equality at the moment? How safe it is for women in general uh, in the workplace? And what's most important, how do you think it should be in the creative society regarding the gender equality roles and regarding the safety in the workplace? Um. Difficult question. Um, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Because, um, women have been suppressed or had been suppressed um, till, till 20th century, till the mid 20th century, even further. And till today, we this generation is still is still there. The generation of, of suppressed and the generation of those who uh, were uh, suppressing. Um, but we see now the change in the tendency. So we see that women are raising voice. There are a lot of um, social media groups, uh, social media pages. So there are a lot of campaigns. There are a lot of uh, strong women who come up with the um, projects to, that women can voice their fears. And mm, so that women can get more self-determined mm -hmm. uh, in their career and in their um, way of life. I believe in freedom and I believe that every um, woman, as every man, should be free to decide on the style of their life, on the uh, style of their career, how they want to approach their career, they whether they want to be more um, like family oriented, more career oriented. I, I believe in freedom and I don't think that anyone has right to um, to sort of give this role to, uh, to, to um, like mm -hmm. to tell the woman that she has to stay with children or she has to give birth to children or to tell the man that he has to earn more money. Um, I think this is so old-fashioned and it's just not natural. I mean, we all mm -hmm. have our passions, we all have our uh, visions and uh, we have to get freedom from this societal imposition uh, in order to uh, execute our vision, in order, in order to realize our vision. and. These roles, they should not be imposed. They, there should be more, um, I would say, mechanisms in the society in order to give the freedom, like the schools and the kindergarten and the after school, um, some after school um, places where children can stay so that women can work long, longer and can spend um, her time on interviews, for example, yes. <laughs> So it's, there have to be mechanisms in the society in order to give to people more freedom to, to be who they are or who they want to be. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Martha. Thank I, you. Thank I agree with that. 
um, that a lot of that a lot of women uh, nowadays they speak up, they become active, they start being silent, etc. But at the same time, uh, for example, we have a lot of live conversations with uh, people from uh, uh, from Africa, and both men and women they say that there is almost no gender equality no, in Africa, let's say. And uh, women, uh, they are just underprivileged. They are not treated as they should be. Uh, they do not get what they deserve. And this is a huge problem, uh, which, uh, which, device, which divides us and stop, stops us from uh, uh, living happily uh, altogether. And um, so there is a lot which still divides us. Uh, but also, we believe there is something which unites all of us. And that's, that's why I'd like to ask you, as you traveled to so many countries, you met so many people. Uh, so uh, what common values you know, do you think unite all of us? And what unites us regardless of uh, you know, our age, or nationality, religion, you know, anything? There, there should definitely be something in common. What is it in your view? Well, we live on one earth. The earth unites us. <laughs> the air unites us. The, the nature, the law of nature unites us. Um, but also the... Um, I think that, you know, there was a Maslow, um, and the, the economist Maslow, he uh, proposed the pyramid of values and there are seven values i believe so i think that all those seven values unite us as well because at certain moment we are all moving from the basic to the upper one from from the basic of survival to the upper of uh, of giving of, of love um and um so this these values are common for us of course um the more uh, we are on basic uh, level of the pyramid, the less possibility we have to understand those people who, uh, who for example, have value of, um, of family or value of, um, of giving, charity. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's very important the empathy, the empathy is very important. We have to, that's what I also said at the very beginning about, about the children, that uh, um, we have to have understanding to each other. Um, I think that also what unites us, and I believe that every person, every person that lives, that breathes, has the capability of compassion and empathy. And we have to awaken it. We have to make sure that those, uh, that those values are, um, are there. That's my vision. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much, Mata. Thank you so much. And uh, you know that apart from, uh, apart from having such live conversations, we also conduct uh, global conferences. We also uh, shoot videos, write articles. Uh, basically, we spread, we spread the information about the project uh, in all possible ways. And um, I would like just to inform our viewers about the latest conference which we had in December, um, on the 20th of December 2020. Uh, this conference is called um, Creative Society United We Can, and uh, it gathered people online from more than 180 countries, and there were millions of people online. Uh, so basically people discussed the current situation and the ways out of this situation and how we can unite all together. We'd like to show a short extract from that conference. Uh, so our technical support, please, could you show us that nice cartoon which was prepared for the conference? Elephants are habituated to a rope since childhood. First, they're tied to a tree and an elephant calf trying to escape understands that the rope is many times stronger than him then, already being a grown-up elephant, he no longer even makes attempts to become free, because he understands that the rope, which is stronger than him, will win anyway. And when already a human who… well, the strength of a human and an elephant is incomparable, but an elephant still submits to a human and follows him with his head down, is the same in human society. The whole point, imagine, 
An ordinary human, skinny and little, is leading an elephant on a rope. Why? Because the elephant believes that the rope is holding him. Friends, we have the same thing. Nothing is holding us, except our imaginary rope. And I would simply like to say, friends, let us stop being stupid elephants and let's become humans. Yeah, very, very nice cartoon. Uh, what's, your, what's your opinion, Marta? Uh, are we kind of elephants who don't know the real power and uh, are just afraid of, uh, you know, uh, some ropes? I believe that, uh, yeah, we forget ourselves how we were in childhood and we start living in the society under, under the conditions of the society. So the society the, uh, imposes on us its expectations and we are sort of, we think there is no other way uh, than just to meet those expectations. Um, and when it comes like time when we realize, oh yeah, but actually it's 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 not my own vision, but it it was the vision of my family, friends, teachers, or whoever. It might be just too late, too late to change. I mean, too late. Uh, it's never too late, uh, you say. But if you realize that when we are like sixty-five or seventy, and then we see back our life, that our life could have been different, it is very sad. Um, I, it is uh, uh, important to um, look critically at yourself and to, to keep on developing your, yourself, to keep on reading, to keep on thinking um, on uh, what's important. And not just being lazy about yourself, not just letting anyone decide your destiny. So in a way, in a way, we are elephants. Here he is. But I believe that we humans, like we have many, many chances in life. We just have to see those chances when we can realize that we are already big enough and we can just take it and go. Absolutely, I think yeah, it's never late to dream and it's never late to become a human. Great. Yes, on this project of creation society is exactly us realizing we are big, huge elephants and we can take our destiny into our own hands and create together the world we want. And <laughs> talking about, about such a world. Yes, sorry, sorry, go on. There is a question of responsibility, you see, because the elephant, elephant takes the hand and goes. He takes responsibility about every step he makes. And I think this scares many people and many people just prefer to stay because this is safer. This is safer. This is, I know, this condition is already familiar to me. What will, I, what will happen to me if I just make a few steps further? So no better I stay here. And I think this is our enemy and this we have to beat, this fear of uh, of taking responsibility. The thing that I mentioned from the very beginning here uh, to you, that individual responsibility matters. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yeah. And here it's also so important to see examples of people already doing it. Because yeah, I think every person actually, he's also, he or she's scared of taking responsibility, but also it's our, it's our inherent need to do so. We all feel that we can change something, that we are actually powerful and we can take our life into our own hands. But I think, yeah, exactly what you've mentioned, fear is what's stopping us, fear that has been seated in us long uh, ago in the childhood that has been nourished by educational systems and by the whole, by everything that is wrong in the consumer society. But again, this project of the creative society is also to show people that actually we are, we are all the same like this. We all are scared, but we also all want to do something about it. And exactly one person, if, if he or she takes even a small action towards changing the society, it can, it can influence so many people. Sometimes we don't even realize how much we influence. You've mentioned it also in the beginning, yes. 
our everyday actions, our words, our example may may inspire so many people that we, we don't even realize it. We don't know it. So yeah, no action here is, is too small or insignificant or some or something. And I'd like to continue uh, to tell our viewers a little bit more about the Creative Society. Uh, we've already mentioned that you can find all the information, full information on the official website of alatraunites.com. There you can find the eight foundations of the Creative Society that we've mentioned today quite a few times. And there uh, in the article about the eight foundations and stages of um, building the creative society, you can also see the three stages of how we are planning to, so far to build it. And right now we are at the first stage, the informational stage. And this very important stage, it cannot be unregarded or something because the more, because it is very important, we cannot move to some exact actions uh, unless we, we unite and in order to unite, the whole world to be united the world has to actually know about this so here comes the first informational stage is just to let people know that this is happening that we all want it and uh, <laughs> and that we are all on the same page and that this project is so global and is so huge and yes, now our viewers can uh, see on the screen some of the foundations. And yes, just to, to mention to our viewers that our today's live stream is exactly one of the things that we do at the informational state, just spread the word, spread the information. We also do it through just personal communication with our friends and through our social media accounts and everything. Again, I will I will emphasize it once more because I think it's super important. No action is too small. Every, every little way we can spread the word about this, we can let people know that this is already happening. This creative society is already being built. People are already united. It's very, very important. Yeah, and we understand that we can build a world where everyone will be happy only together. <laughs> uh, a group of people cannot build such a world where everyone will be happy. So we can build it only together. That's why we want to reach everyone. And for doing this, apart from all other means, we use the theory of six handshakes. And a question to you, Mata, uh, is whom would you like to invite for the next live conversation uh, and uh, maybe you would like to be a cohort such conversation and please don't restrict yourself i mean if you know a lot of people whom you would like to take part in such interviews please let us know because as as i mentioned our goal is to our goal is to speak to everyone so uh, please if if you know who you'd like to nominate please um, yes, I know already whom I like to nominate. I'm not sure that I can mention their names without their um, consent, but I definitely know one, yeah, definitely. one person here in Brussels. Uh, it's my colleague and my friend, uh, a, a woman. Um, she, is, she can give you many interesting insights, so I will definitely give you her name. Mm -hmm. uh, I also will think of other people um, in Germany in Ukraine, whom I can uh, nominate, whom I can recommend. Um, but I think that um, I have few, I have few. This is great, the, the more the better, the more great, the merrier. <laughs> and yeah, uh, I, I would just like to mention that actually anyone at all, you don't have to be nominated to participate in our live stream. So in the project, of course, anyone from anywhere in the world can join. It is super simple. You just go, as you can see now on the screen, you just go to our website, you see this huge red button join, you press it, you answer just a couple of super simple questions. You don't need to share your personal information if you don't want to, and then you're already in. Our volunteers will contact you shortly and will you, you can see which way you want to join, which way you can participate. And yes, anyone can also join such live streams as a guest or as a host, co-host. So any, any way you want to participate, you're very welcome to do so.
Yeah, I'd like to remind our viewers that the Creative Society project has inspired already millions of people all over the world. And this number is growing every day because you know, the Creative Society is what we all want, regardless of who we are, regardless of our nationality, language we speak, age, gender, religion, anything else. Um, creative Society is safe, harmonious, friendly, prosperous, you know, perfect world we all want to live in and in which we all deserve to live, finally. And by joining our efforts by each and every of us participating in any way he or she can, we can build the Creative Society so much faster. Thank you so much, dear viewers, for being with us today. Marta, thank you so much thank for you. your inspiring answers. Thank you. For this brilliant interview. Thank you. Good thank job. You. And I wish you a lot of success. Yeah. Thank you. Unprecedented event of present history. Initiative that comes from people around the world. Main project of humanity. People stopped being silent about urgent issues of our society. How it all started. May 2019, International Online Conference, Society, The Last Chance. 140 countries of the world, hundreds of thousands of people online, hundreds of broadcast platforms, translated into seven languages simultaneously. If we all want to live in peace, why do we have a world of violence and destruction? It is up to us to build a different world. How can we do it? December 2020, Creative Society. United we can. 180 countries of the world. Millions of people online. Thousands of streaming platforms. 35 languages simultaneously translated. People have voiced today's reality and what they truly desire. And it is the Creative Society. All cultures have an image of the ideal world people want to live in. A world that prophets talked about. The time has come when we can make it real. How will we use this chance? Let's meet March 20, 2021, 3 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time international online event of global scale. Creative Society, what the prophets dreamed of. This is the day the world will unite to find out the truth, join the entire humanity and spread the message.